Welcome to Somos Padres, a space dedicated to all things parenting. We are your hosts, Paolo and Yesenia. Thanks for joining us as we reflect on our parenting experience, share parenting information, and lift up the voices of other parents. And welcome to episode number five. Episode number five, a continuation of the last one. <laughs> yes. So we just, well, I think we should just start by saying thank you to everyone that listened to episode four. We've had like so many people, at least for me, I've had a lot of um, moms reach out to me to say thank you for the last episode and to also say just how much they connected with the struggle and that they were crying with me and that was amazing like I needed I needed to hear that for myself too you know that that I'm not alone that I'm you know I mean I think intellectually I know these things but to have actual people say it and connect is has just I mean I think I, I said it in my blog post like any help I may have given to you like you gave much more to me so like I just want to say thank you no and as for me well for me you gave me something to reflect on <laughs> yeah a lot to reflect on <laughs> yeah so um I know we were you and I were talking um we were talking about well what is this what should we do for the next episode? And you were like, oh, well, let's let's do another interview that we have. We have and another interview, but <laughs> I was like, I don't think people really I think people are wondering, like, what happened after we recorded that podcast? Yeah, for me, it was shocking. I, I didn't even know what to say. And I left it unedited so that people can actually connect with the reality that we were facing at that particular moment yeah we didn't edit that episode at all like it just we that's why it was an hour long <laughs> we let it roll because that's how long it took um and what uh so i was saying that we we were talking about what to do next and you're like oh let's do an interview and i was like mm, i don't think i think people want to know what happened after and and i think that there was there's so much to talk about still you know about about that moment and what happened and um so here we are. We're going to break it down a little more today. Yeah, because, yeah, it was a it was a shocker for me. It was a shocker to you that I was carrying all that. Yeah, that you were carrying all of that. And at the same time, like, in the process, mm -hmm. we both get affected. I get affected in the sense that I was super, like, mean, mm -hmm. obviously. I'm a blamer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh -huh. You're a blamer. And, and you're so quiet. Yeah, I'm very in my head. I'm you, uh, you, I'm an you, introvert. Yeah, you keep things inside of you. Mm -hmm. And obviously that affects our relationship and our personas. Right. I um, I started a blog, which I don't know if I will have released it by the time that this podcast launches. Like, certainly that's... um, I've already done my draft and hopefully I'll, I'll actually have it out. And you guys, if you, if you get a chance to read it, you'll get a, a deeper sense of um, what was going on in my head. But, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it now. Like I am a total, I'm like a total introvert. And I realized that um, 
and I've known I've known this for a while. And even the fact that I told you, I think was a big step for me. Every time I actually say something real, I, you know, every time I share my feelings. And I, and I, I, and I completely thought that you, know. you were like actually moving, like growing in that sense. Because well, I am. I mean, well, I, well, yes, you are, but I never thought that you could actually hold on to such pain or disappointment mm -hmm. for so long. Yeah, you didn't know that. No, I didn't, <laughs> didn't know that because I see that you're actually like teaching our kids to uh, uh, express their emotions and their feelings. Well, yeah. To verbalize them. Because I want them, you know, because I know that that's a deficit for me and when I'm trying to learn for myself, like I, I try to teach them so that they don't have that same issue. I wish I could say the same for me, but <laughs> no. I'm teaching really well how to blame other people or <laughs> even stuff. Well, you're, you know, we're all works in progress. You're, you know, you're bringing it to your awareness. I mean, it's not like it's over. But now I have, yeah, I'm really aware of my practices <laughs> but let me go back because this was hilarious the moment after we turned off the microphones like i i looked to you and obviously i'm like still crying well you know getting over my my crying in it we turn off the microphones and i look to you and you're like and i'm like waiting for you to like say something and you're like that was a really great episode <laughs> because for me yeah oh great things God. come from difficult moments such as that and I was saying in the sense that now you brought something in me mm -hmm. that I'm going to have to reflect for days, weeks, months, even years. Yeah, what was really crazy was we recorded that episode and then you were gone for five days or six days. I was almost. gone for, yeah, almost six days. So we really didn't get a chance to talk about it even after that because you were gone. <laughs> yeah, but I, I wasn't gone because I was like mad or something. <laughs> or no, disappointed. no, it, it like crazily, it just kind of worked out that way. Um, and yeah, I intentionally held on to all of that until we recorded this episode. I, I mean, intentionally. And also I think for myself, if I start to break it down, like it is comfortable for me to hold it. It's got like I'm so good at compartmentalizing at this point. I mean, I'm 38 years old, so I have mastered compartmentalizing and it is so easy. It's so easy that it's almost easier. No, it is. It's easier for me to hold it and compartmentalize it than to say it. To say mm -hmm. it is the hard part for me. And then, and when I think about it, I go, why is that? Like, like I, you know, think about like, why is that so easy for me? Like, and I think it's because I, to say it is to lose control. To say it is to like lay myself bare, you mm -hmm. know, and start to cry. And because I can't control it and I can't hold it. And I think that's the hard part. Yeah, but crying is, isn't it part of the healing process? Of course it is. And I would always tell my kids, cry, it's okay to cry. But, you know, in, it's not how I'm wired at this yeah, point. Yeah, obviously, yeah. 
like like I said, intellectually is one thing, but practice and and the actual wiring is different. And so for me to, you know, to say it is the hardest part. It's like you, because I don't know how you're going to react. I don't know how anyone is going to react to whatever I say so it feels safer to hold it. So then, like, where does that come from for me? Like, I had to really think. And I mean, it's not like I haven't thought about these things before, but I'll share them with you guys, right? Um, I, I had to think about why I feel unsafe in sharing my feelings. And that's when I had to kind of go back to, you know, being a kid and just the way that I am and you know, not all kids are this way, but certainly this is how I was. I was one of those kids that was just afraid. And I, you know, there was just a lot of yelling going around it. Everything scared me. Like even the yelling would scare me. So I think I was always just trying to protect myself. And the way to protect myself was to stay quiet. That is what I would do. I would stay quiet and I would keep it in and that would keep me safe or whatever I thought was safe. Right. So I, I think that for me, that's where this comes from. It just, you know, and, and I didn't have anyone pushing me to, to say, well, what do you think? And tell me what you're feeling and or whatever. No, I learned to be quiet. I learned that that was appreciated and that was good. Right. That's, you know, you get validation that that's being a good kid, being quiet being um submissive submissive yeah like that is quote unquote the good kid so and even in school too like teachers loved me um you know because i was quiet and i i didn't make noise i didn't interrupt i wasn't you know doing all these things right and so that's where that ultimately comes from for me was just it was safe yeah no like in most fields it's always theory and practice are so completely different yeah it's so easy to say oh yeah just cry oh yeah (laughs) yeah no i mean it's you know it's really i'm a work in progress in that sense and so i mean to to record it and then when we recorded it that wasn't really the hard part the hard part was afterwards i I even told you those like i don't think i can listen to it and i know i need to listen to it in order to write up you know a short um comment about it and the thought of listening to it was hard and then releasing it like thankfully I didn't have to press the button to release it you did so in that sense I you know I let go but it was it was really hard like it was really hard yeah no since you're saying you're the master of um, keeping things into yourself Mm -hmm. I'm the master of blaming anything that happens around me <laughs> yeah, even yeah, when yeah, i create yeah, i create my in, my own thing mm-hmm. suppose i break a glass i have to i, I cannot accept it mm-hmm. i have to find the culprit i need to find who's responsible who left that glass or who made me do this mm-hmm. and the question for me is like wow it's like how come i i have gotten to this point in my life where I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm even crafting, I'm even getting so much better at it. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, wow. Now and, and now it's just like I I don't know. I, I didn't have the awareness. Maybe throughout these years I've been blaming you for a lot of things. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, maybe I have. And I um, mean, we've had this conversation before. It's not the it's not the first time you do it. Yeah, and and oh my god, and now since that podcast, that recording. It's just like I'm really aware of what the things that I say when things happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, but now the question is like, awareness. how come I cannot accept a mistake? How come I cannot accept that? Yes, it's my fault. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything. I own it. Why I cannot do that? And that we ha- I have to reflect on my upbringing, childhood, how my parents raised me and all that. And it comes to um, very interesting points and conclusions and experiences. And as for me, it's like, um, obviously, since I'm talking about it, it's just like, I'm trying to recall a time when I actually saw my dad accepting a mistake. Or your mom. Or my mom. And I cannot recall a single memory. Mm -hmm. Because because Mm -hmm. my dad is always like, yeah, he is always trying to do things, and when things go wrong, he finds something or someone to blame, mm-hmm. because but that's the way he is. And oh my God, it's just like I don't know. Accepting a mistake is like accepting failure. And my dad taught us to just not accept failure. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like wow. <sighs> my god it's just like it's, it's but in a way it's a, it's a way to avoid the pain the mm-hmm. pain of yes i made a mistake i own it and you're not perfect and i'm and i'm not perfect yeah i'm not that's perfect. really hard to accept it's really hard to accept <laughs> well it's really hard to accept after, after so many years so many years mm-hmm. of blaming people and things and concepts and, and ideas and, and bringing other yeah other people's perspectives down all the time mm-hmm. and oh my god I, I i right now i just wish that i could actually have a like seen someone in that vulnerable state mm-hmm. of accepting mistakes like seeing someone, seeing someone that you look up to that you look up to and yeah and 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 see how they they approach the problem Mm-hmm. How they come out of it? Well, how they approach, you know, taking responsibility, taking responsibility, and coming out of it. What do they do? Do mm-hmm. you just do they just feel the pain and let time heal the wound, mm-hmm. or, or do they do something? But up to this point, I cannot. No, I, I I don't have any role models in that sense. Yeah, I mean, I think you know what you're talking about is. I think it's normal. I mean, I, I don't remember. And I have to do this too. Like, it's really hard for me even to apologize to you when I make a mistake. Or but when it, I hurt your but feelings. No, apologizing, or... yo, apologizing is, is just, oh my God, it's, it's, it's so difficult for, I believe, like most people. Yeah. I think there's a book. The because apologizing, once you, you really <laughs> truly apologize, you're accepting that you make, that you made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Or that you say something offensive, mm-hmm. or something that causes pain, or that you cause pain to somebody, and you're ac- actually apologizing. It takes it takes it takes courage. Mm-hmm. 
It, it does, especially if you're doing it like heartfelt. Like if it's yeah. not like just like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, because a lot of people can say, oh, oh I am <laughs> sorry. sorry. But yeah. no, what, what, what I'm saying is. Like, in, what are you sorry for? In the essence of being truly to yourself. Why are you truly sorry? Yeah, sorry for yourself. Like, yeah. yeah. Can you put into words why you're, you know, what are you really sorry about? Yeah. And, and now. If, because if I don't accept that I actually blame people and I do and I say things I shouldn't say, mm-hmm. if I don't admit that, how can I grow? Right. How can I grow? Mm-hmm. How can I change something that I cannot admit? Mm-hmm. It's just, no, I need to, to yeah, accept it. Yeah, and that's it. how some people get stuck. So now I need to put myself, like, whenever I say things or do things, I need to put myself in, in, in a vulnerable t- position and just be able to feel the pain making a mistake and it's okay at the end of the day i believe making mistakes and, <laughs> and it's so interesting because this is what i teach my oh yeah i, I this is what i teach my students <laughs> you teach your students i teach my students that it. mistakes are fine because mistakes are what comes to the finance it's Which like intellectually you understand intellectually i understand that in, all, in order to grow you have to make mistakes right because if everything is easy there's no merit in anything easy. You don't learn anything. You don't go anywhere. You don't improve yourself. Right. You don't grow. You don't improve your relationships. Right. Until and intellectually, you knew this. Intellectually, I know this because I, this is a concept that that that, that, mm-hmm. that drives my my classes. Right. Yeah. That concept of it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. And we and we tell the kids that all the time. Like Vicky, if she drops something. Oh no 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 yeah and now. We're like it's okay, Vicky. Like. It's fine. And now I see that Vicky has that gene from my part. Mm-hmm. She makes, she breaks something or she makes something that is not right. Mm-hmm. Or she makes a mistake. She cries. Mm-hmm. Even if she drops the food on the floor, she cries. Mm-hmm. Because she, I believe the first thing is that she thinks is like, oh, how can I do this? I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Yeah. I'm a failure. Yeah. But the crying is like, sad. is that rejection of, I just dropped my food. Per se. Well, it's like really painful for her, obviously. So, but how is she? It is painful for her. She's way too young. <laughs> that means that's just I, 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 yeah, that she has that gene from me. Yeah, I think kids are born with just certain traits of ours. It's just crazy what they have in their genes, like you said, yeah. in their genetics. What what's get what gets passed on? You know. I totally believe that's that's yeah. A certain percentage we pass to our kids certain things of about ourselves. Yeah, but I, I think it's so interesting how, you know, going back to how you were you were saying that um, intellectually you know mistakes are okay, but in practice you have a hard time accepting it. Just the way I do. Like yeah. intellectually, I know it's okay to cry. I know it's okay to tell people, and it's the right thing to do is to tell people how you feel, but in practice it's not how I'm wired, you mm-hmm. know. we. So, you know, I, I don't. I think all relationships and I think that's why we I don't know we love we love doing this podcast and we love talking about all these things is because I think that parenting and all relationships really they're you know there's this very deep level uh, embedded in them where they're they're opportunities for growth they're Every single experience that we're having 
is much deeper than the behavior, you know? So I guess what I'm saying is most people can probably just be like, oh, you know, my kid had a tantrum and, you know, and, and how do you deal with that? And, and I have had people that, you know, talk to me and they say, oh my gosh, I'm struggling with this. What should I do? And I don't look at parenting personally, right? I don't think we look at parenting as a, you know, behavior thing. Like that's like the top layer of what's going on. Like to me and to you, I, I think I, I speak for mm-hmm. both of us. No, right? yeah. Um, I think it's much deeper than that. And there is no one way because our kids are reflecting back to us and they're being mirrors back to us about like what we're struggling with in our own lives and the things that we have to heal in ourselves. So that's why it's really hard for me. Like it's not, it's not a real, um, easy thing for me to respond to people. Like it takes me a while. Like ultimately after we have a conversation and I, and, and we go deeper you know, I do have maybe some thoughts that I can share with you, but it, I think every parent is having their own experience with their own children. And for us in this moment, um, and it's not just about that one relationship. It's about all the relationships. It's about you and me and our marriage yeah, and this it, relationship. It's it, also pointing us towards like things that we need to heal and things that we need to mm-hmm. grow in. Like that struggle that we had, obviously, is like, for me, the I way I see it, sense, no, yeah. For me, the way I see it, it, it strengthens our relationship. Yeah. Instead yeah. of uh, uh, like having uh, like moving each other farther apart, it strengthens the relationship. We coming together even more. Uh, absolutely, one hundred percent. But those feelings that you were experiencing and those feelings that I was experiencing, mm-hmm. those are the things that drive us further apart. Yeah, the not saying it. The not saying it. Yeah. The not saying it. Because for me, if I don't accept that I love to blame and not accept mistakes or errors, mm-hmm. I cannot create bonds with you. Yeah, I we cannot, were not bonding. I cannot create <laughs> links of communication with you. If mm-hmm. I cannot create links of communication with you or bonding with you, how, how am I going to ever empathize with you? Into your feelings, your experiences. Yeah, I mean, I. I think and if I don't empathize with you, we just pull, yeah, pull each other farther apart. Yeah, it, those couple of weeks when I was like carrying all this, like one hundred percent, we were not connecting. We were not. No, because I, authentically, all like, of our attention no. was on the children. It was, but not only that. But let's just say that moment after, even when we got back from Cancun, until I told you. There was still. We were not communicating. No, I, I was a, not. I, I sensed that something was up, but I didn't know. I thought it was just the tiredness of the trip. Yeah, I was. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna lie. It was. I felt so good to be back at work. I was so happy. I was like, uh, why? Because, you know, it w- it was like I was carrying this thing. It was a second skin that I was carrying, and I couldn't really have this, you know, real connection with you. But after I told you, I mean, even though you were far away and I was over here, like we were not together for six days, I felt more connected to you, you know, just because I told you and we had that moment, 
like seriously, I, I don't know. I just felt like even though you were far away, like I felt this, um, I don't know. I just could, I just could feel the love and the connection. Mm-hmm. And by far yeah. away, I was, I was in Santa Barbara. I know, the seminar. you were so far away. You were it wasn't that far, but yeah, but, I wasn't home. But, but yeah, I, I felt like, oh, and what is he doing? And I would think about you and yeah, it you know, and, and I think when we have these moments where we can really say what's on our mind and let ourselves be seen as, you know, Brene Brown would probably say, I mean, I think, I think those are the things that really, you know, pull us together instead of apart. Yeah. And now that I'm I'm reflecting on the topic about blaming, I'm like thinking about my my our children. Mm-hmm. Our children is like, oh my god, have I exposed my children to me accepting a mistake? And probably it, the the answer is just no. Mm-hmm. So if I don't expose them to see to see, for them to see me in a vulnerable position and accepting making a mistake and apologizing for it. I think <laughs> if I have, it's been only a few times. So I have to expose if I want my children to be able to see this is what you do and this is how you do things the right way so that the healing process can actually begin. This is how you do it. But I haven't, I, I, I cannot recall one time I have exposed my children for me to say, you know what? Sorry, guys. I did this. I say this and I was wrong. You know, I think you have. I think it's I, just so you know, few and far between that you don't remember. I mean, I think you have. I ha- well, I have, but I don't think like for uh, uh, like huge concepts. But but how can I be huge concepts? Our children are so young. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I, I think, you know, we're just trying to. Um, I don't know. I, I I think we have to like figure it out for ourselves too a lot. Yeah, because if you cannot figure it out, the children are going to figure it how out. How are you going to pass that on? How, how are you going to pass that on? But I have seen your progress in your kids. Mm-hmm. I have seen Paulito now being more more open. Yeah, sharing his feelings. Sharing his feelings. Yeah. And Vicky too. Vicky still cries a lot whenever she makes a mistake. But it's easier for her. I feel like she's a lot easier for her to be like, you're bothering me right oh, now. Oh, yeah. And- <laughs> That hurt my feelings. And yeah, in that sense, Vicky is, is way more mature than Palito. Mm-hmm. But Vicky... But Palito's coming. He's coming around. He's coming around. Mm-hmm. He's coming around. But Palito also, yeah, he blames a lot too. <laughs> because, oh, come on. They have a master of blaming. Master teacher. So we're getting um, to the point where we're about to wrap it up for this episode. But we did want to share a few things that have helped us along the way this past week that um, since we recorded that last episode and that are, I don't know, that are just kind of helping us um, along the path about, you know, for you, the blaming and for me, just kind of my own, I don't know, my mom guilt and then also, um, you know, being more vulnerable and sharing. Oh, yeah. And I'm actually, uh, I'm in the process of writing a blog. Mm-hmm. about like why we blame or why I blame. <laughs> why you blame. And actually just send me a really good like uh, video clip. Which I also have to uh, thank my comadre Amara because she sent me a Brene Brown uh, video. I think she sent me the one about vulnerability. And then I saw that they had one on blame and I'm I was blame. like, oh, I know exactly who needs to see this little video. Yeah. <laughs> so now, yeah. So I mean, uh, I'm reflecting, obviously I'm a work in progress. 
But you watched the video. I watched the video. Gave you some. And I, I made a lot of connections. Okay. About my childhood and, and all that. So we'll post that video in our show notes. Yeah, we'll post that. It's a, it's a very short clip. Yeah, it's really good. But it's really good. Yeah. And um, uh, I'm going to write a blog about like blaming and what do we gain out of it? Like mostly nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to do some. I'm going to do some some reflection about it and write a blog. Yeah, for me, I, I also wrote something which I, I mentioned earlier. I'm also writing something, um, something about my own, what I kind of just realized about myself, which, I, you know, I've kind of touched on today, um, but I go a little deeper. And but I will say that there was you know, there was something that I was reading. I was reading The Awakened Family by Dr. Shafali Sabari. Um, And there's two things that I read and I just thought, oh my God, like, like this is exactly it, Shafali. She writes about pain. First, I'll read the one about pain and then she has a definition for conscious parenting, which also made me feel better about myself. But um, as far as pain, she says, when the pain we are in goes unattended, sorry about that, our daughter just came in. Um, when the pain we are in goes unattended and perhaps even unnoticed, it grows. Pain begets more pain. Unconsciousness begets more unconsciousness. The pain is like wearing a second skin, so much so that we don't even realize it has become who we are. So I felt like she was talking about what I was feeling, like how I was carrying this second skin. I could literally feel it. And that's what happens when we don't talk about our pain um, is that we're carrying this thing around. And, you know, I felt horrible. And, and then, you know, just the thought of how this pain turned around and I unloaded it on the kids which is really what I was doing when I was having this short temper was I was unloading it on the kids um, and, you know, feeling all this mom guilt about what I was doing. And then I um, and then I remember reading. Uh, then she gives this definition for the conscious parent, which made me feel so much better about myself. And we'll end with this. And um and hopefully it is helpful to all of you. That's what I'm hoping. It says the conscious parent may make as many mistakes as any other, but the difference is that they're able to face those mistakes and then ask themselves, what do these mistakes say about how I need to grow? I would like to say like for us, obviously the first step is to actually like change something is to first actually bring it to our awareness. Yeah. If we bring it to our awareness, then we can do something about it. There's hope. There's hope. Right. And there's hope for us and there's hope for obviously for our children. Yeah. And they can actually um, harvest good things from us. Yeah. <laughs> that was so beautiful. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for closing it out. We hope that um, listening to us take our own mistakes and letting them show us how we need to grow and propelling us. Um, to grow ourselves up it has somehow um, inspired you to do the same or you know just um, helped you to realize that it, it can we can do it like we're so works in progress we're all works in progress and we're all in it together and the more of us that share in these struggles and this journey together the stronger we're all going to be 
Yeah. We're all going to help each other mm-hmm. do this. And having said all that, um, just a reminder, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to us on iTunes or you can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review. We'd greatly appreciate it. It actually helps people find us um, more easily. Uh, and you can also follow us, right? You can follow us on our social media accounts. Um, I am at on Instagram at I am Yesenia. And you can follow us at our Somos Padres account at Somos.Padres. And Pablo, you can find him at Pablo uh, Menchaca. Pablo Menchaca. He will actually use it one day. Yeah. And also, <laughs> the, yeah, if you want to actually like uh, follow us in Facebook at Somos Padres Hoy. You can also subscribe to our blog at uh, www.somos-padres.com. Obviously, all of this will be in our show notes. Thank you, um, so thank you so much. Hasta la próxima. Bye.